Good morning and welcome to Building Beast Brands, the authentic Rob G podcast. I'm Rob G. Today is Thursday, December 13th, 2018. 29 degrees this morning at 7.30 a.m. It's overcast today. Saw a couple of flurries coming down. They said we were supposed to get a little bit of snow. Not much. A little dusting is what we call it here in the tri-state area. Doesn't stop anybody from doing anything. We're kind of used to harsh snowstorms, but this will just be the signifier that winter is upon us. But this morning, I just want to talk to you about a subject that gets really more specific into a certain area of branding that most people don't even think about. They certainly don't really know much about it. Some use it, though they're not sure, they're not even aware that they're using it. And we're going to talk about how to hone that. And I'm going to talk about it in a second, but I want to tell you where to find me across the web. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Authentic Rob G on LinkedIn, Robert Genovese. Head on over to YouTube for my channel Savvy, S A V V Y, with Rob G. I got uh, great videos coming up all the time. I want you to check those out. I right, talk about business ownership, branding, and productivity. But today on the podcast, I want to talk about voice. And voice is, yes, what you hear, physically what you hear. So what you're hearing right now is my voice. It's my tone, the intonation, the cadence, the words, the volume, which does fluctuate. It's all that, but if you are reading a blog post, for instance, an article, that voice comes through in the words that are written, the choice of words, the flow of the words and the sentence structure, how it's spoken. So if I wanted to give some kind of description of what I'm talking about, your voice can be casual. I could use words like hey and dude and things of that nature. They're not necessarily slang, but they're very casual in nature. At the opposite end, I like to use corporate speak as the other extreme, where you use more $50 words, I like to say. It becomes much more aloof, a little bit more uptight, which is not necessarily a bad thing because a lot of times... Corporate is corporate, big companies, and that's who they are. So you don't want to, you want to be genuine to who you are, so that's fine. But that'll give you two extremes on what voice is. And so I know there's a lot of companies that have their voice, although they're not aware of it, because a lot of times uh, in successful situations, that voice comes from a single person. It's it's always easier if it could be done that way. And if you're a smaller company, definitely possible. Larger company, you may have a department, so it becomes a little more tricky. Voice across the web in your social media posts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Your social media posts, they are um, maybe short. So your, your Twitter, your tweets. On Twitter, your tweets, right? That becomes 
a place where you're going to choose your words carefully so that consistently, no matter where you are heard, it all sounds like it's coming from the same person. So across your social platforms, whether it be the tweets, whether it be a blog post, whether it be um, your YouTube channel, your videos, some things other some other things come into play there but now YouTube is going to be a place where we have another thing that comes into play and that is the visuals and that's going to be another part of branding but you can see the overlap when somebody's listening to you speak on YouTube they're hearing your voice but they're also seeing your face seeing what you're wearing seeing what the backdrop is do you I don't know if you do that, but when I watch videos, I'm always looking in the background to see if I can gain a little bit more insight about who's talking and you know what their likes and dislikes, what they what maybe a little glimpse into their personal lives if it's a YouTuber who's doing it from their home. Maybe that's just me. <laughs> but I always I always look at that stuff and go, "Hey, that's pretty interesting. They're reading that." Or some kind of uh personal artifacts that give me a little bit insight as to, you know, more about the person. But listen, that all contributes. That is the amazing thing about branding is it is all encompassing. It is an experience. And so YouTube and the voice or a podcast when you only have the physical voice and the articles, the written word where you read the voice, so to speak, you choose the words. Now, I said before that a lot of this is more easily achieved if it's coming from a single person. And if you are the owner of the company or the main driver of the company, and you are the one that comes up with a lot of this stuff that has been integral in the branding of the company, it becomes easier because it more than likely comes naturally out of your personality. For me, that was easily done because... I am a, a one-man show. I'm an entrepreneur or solopreneur. I don't like that term entrepreneur for myself. I, I, I don't think I'm deserving of it. I think it's a whole lot more than what people use it for these days. But anyway, I, I'm a solopreneur. I'm a one-person business. And really, that business is me. So it's my voice. It's the way I write. And hey, thank God for the age we live in now with blogs Blogs have made it easy for people like me with limited intelligence and copywriting abilities to write in our own voice, which is <laughs> not proper English. Doesn't It's not always grammatically correct for the most part, or, or the sentences aren't always put together as tight as they should be, according to Strunk and White and other, you know, what is that... Uh, elements of style or whatever that writing bible is that the writers use. I have friends who are writers and editors and you know they they really know their stuff and I'm always in awe of their abilities cuz Well, I'm sorry about that. We seem to have gotten cut off. Actually, my wife called me and um you know, I'm using this Anchor app to do my podcast and somehow I just can't figure out how to get it to not be interrupted when I get a phone call. So anyway, all is okay. She forgot I was doing the cast this morning. 
even though I do it every morning. But uh, just back to what we were talking about, I was saying how I have friends who are editors and writers, and I am always in awe of their abilities because I don't have any of those abilities. (laughs) But the internet uh, is very forgiving in that regard, and you can use voice to cover up for your lack of... You know, it's not lack of intelligence. I'm not a dumb person, but I sometimes I... I'm not as good in putting the written word down as I am, say, in other areas. I feel I'm probably stronger at speaking than I am at writing. Maybe I stink at speaking, too. But uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. This is what I got. It's what I'm using. Always looking to get better at it, though. So written word for me, uh, you know, it's, it's a much casual. So when I talk about voice, let me illustrate this. Let me give you a little bit of a... Uh, a technique, a, a method that you use in uh, like a guidelines when you're talking about voice and what you do to demonstrate that and keep that consistent, especially if you have other people in your company who are responsible for that voice. And so it's the three words that are descriptors of the voice, and those three descriptors will describe obviously, how that voice should be. And the method and guideline you use is this, not that. So you have a descriptor followed by a clarifier. In the case of Genovese Web, where we build beast brands, first descriptor and clarifier would be assertive, but not mean. So assertive meaning we state it boldly, and it's very clear, but we don't do it in a mean fashion. You know, it's always done with love. It's just sometimes, my, like my wife sometimes when I speak, I'm, I'm very to the point, and sometimes she says I sound a little mean, but I'm not doing it in a mean fashion, so I look to, I look to soften it sometimes a little bit, but I, it's always done out of a place of love. Otherwise, it would be giving away what I know or helping people with what I know in areas that maybe they're not as strong. So assertive but not mean. Blunt but not rude. So that's where I cover myself a little bit and say, you know, I'm always to the point but don't do it in a rude fashion. Always do it, always be polite, always be kind to people. Kindness takes patience and tolerance. And I got to tell you, I have to work very hard at that. I'm very impatient with myself in terms of my goals. So sometimes that impatience comes comes out on other people sometimes. But I'm I'm always looking to improve. So blunt but not rude. And casual but not simplistic. So the the voice in our company is more of casual. But it's not to be confused where... We don't use very simple words or simple, I don't want to say simple words. We do sprinkle those throughout. But it's not simple in its messaging, if that makes sense. What we do in terms of strategy says right there that it's not very simple. Strategy usually isn't that simple. It's multifaceted, in other words. So assertive, but not mean blunt but not rude 
casual but not simplistic. And those are three descriptors and clarifiers that we use as guidelines in our company so that if I ever had to, if the time ever comes when I have to hire somebody to write or produce content for us, I can simply use those guidelines and explain it further. And and a professional will get the idea. If somebody knows their stuff, they understand that. So that's easily done. So you can use that in your company, in your brand, when you're talking about voice and developing that voice. And sometimes even if it's you yourself, I know it's easy to just be yourself and it's great, but sometimes it helps to just write it down like I just did there for you. And it reminds you because sometimes if you're writing versus speaking versus presenting, you might think based on the audience that you have to change the way you're coming across and the voice based on the audience and that's not true and actually that would be a mistake. You see, it's the consistency across platforms that makes it more successful because your audience knows what to expect. When they encounter any part of your brand, they expect it to be the same. That's the predictability that gives them trust in you. If you change depending on who you're talking to, well, then it just seems put on and disingenuous, and you definitely don't want that. People back away when they feel you're being disingenuous, and this is all about attracting. So that's consistent. So if you're the one that's doing it, make sure you're keeping it same-same across all platforms, and that's why writing it down helps remind you sometimes so that you don't fall into the trap of changing your approach. Now, voice is a part of messaging, and let's clarify that for a second. In terms of branding, as branding being the strategy, all the elements of branding, messaging being one of those, and voice is under messaging. Messaging is the personality of your brand, and voice is how you speak via that personality. So... My messaging is, like I said, it's my personality. So it's to the point, it's blunt, it's assertive, it's casual, not too serious. You know, there's aspects of me that cross over into the fitness realm where I use some of that that jargon um, that people use in fitness circles. So that's my personality. My messaging will, will you know, you go to our, our website, you know, just to check it out. Again, just to get an example go to unleashmybeastbrand.com and you can just read that and you can get in the, you can understand what messaging is all about in terms of who we are because of the words I use and the way the sentences are structured it's it's definitely a more casual tone as if I'm just speaking to you like I am now and that could be a gift for some people <laughs> so that would be messaging personality voice is how that personality speaks to the audience now, that, that's pretty much it because I don't want to get too much more into it. It'd just be very redundant, and I like to be very succinct whenever possible. So that's voice. If you have any questions, if you want some clarification on any of this, or, hey, tell me how you've succeeded with voice in your branding. I'd love to hear that because our approach is not obviously the only way to do it. 
as I said, there are different personalities and different voice stylings that work for different brands. And I'd love to hear some of the success stories. We want to put them out there. We want to give people examples of this stuff in action to help drive the point home and make it more clear so that people understand. So hit me up across the web. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AuthenticRobG, LinkedIn, Robert Genovese, and over on YouTube, my channel Savvy, Rob G. I got great videos coming up there regularly. Check them out. Spike the comments below the videos. Hit the subscribe button. I've got great new content coming out regularly. That's it for today. This has been Building Beast Brands, the Authentic Rob G Podcast. I am Rob G. Thank you for listening and have a great day.